Hello, and welcome to another episode of Finding Me Podcast. I'm your host, Tika Farrell, where we explore the journey to self-discovery and personal growth. Today, we're going to dive into a topic that many of us relate to, and that is the fear of success. Now, have you all ever found yourself holding back, doubting your ability to achieve success? Um, In today's episode, what I'm going to try to do is just share, you know, personal stories that reflect on the fear of success and how it can manifest in in our lives and, and unknowingly manifest in our lives. Now, I realize that a certain level of success for me was intimidating. Um, despite me trying to encourage myself and tell myself, you know, use what you got. Um, I found myself stuck in a cycle of like self-doubt, um, particularly when it came to financial concerns. I don't know if anybody else had that issue, but guys, I had it. And I sometimes I find myself still having it, right? Um, the questions that really arose um, that basically, I, I, to this day, I ask myself, like, why was money such a significant factor in the equation of me being successful? And that's the question I like to ask you to that. Like, stop and actually, especially if you're one of these people like myself, who really just kind of look at stuff and it's all about the financial part of it. And it you got to have the financial part of it done. And it's got to make financial sense. And if it doesn't, then something is going to go wrong. So that is a question that I really had to look at and say, like, why are you asking yourself, how can I afford this? Instead of asking yourself, how can I afford this? You need to be asking, who's got my money? That's what you need to be asking. Because what happens is, is whether we know it or not, when we're asking ourselves, how can I afford this? Do you know what that brings on? Perfectionism. You become a perfectionist because it's, I got to perfect all of it, right? I'm overthinking it. And then I start to procrastinate because here's the thing. Procrastination comes because you're like, um, how can I afford this? And you know what starts saying is You can't. You can't afford to invest in that business. You can't afford to, to you know, buy an investment property. You know, you can't afford to be in an investment group. You don't even have any money. What are you going to bring to the table? What about wisdom? That's worth a whole lot of money. You know, so it just, you kind of look at it and you're like, these different components actually hinder the fulfillment of our dreams. And so what I did was I really, because of course I'm diving into, you know, overcoming the fear of success. So of course I'm going to the ultimate book which is the Bible. And I am trying to figure out what is the word saying about success? What is the word of God telling me about success? What can I learn from this? So I found in the old Testament, I found in Deuteronomy chapter eight, verse 18. Now this emphasizes the power to be successful is already with us. It's not about how, but about our belief in our abilities. And so we already have, you know, God said in in his word also, he says, I've already given you the ability to get wealth, right? I've already given you that. But do you believe that you have the ability to do it? And I think that's a lot of times you got to stop and ask yourself, like, do I believe in myself? Do I believe in 
my abilities to do these things? Cause so many times, you know, you come up with these ideas and you know, you're excited about it and, and you share with a friend or a family member and, and they're like, um, well, how is this going to work? Right. They start asking you all these questions and you're like, I did not think about that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I never thought about it. And so when you, when that starts to come, that's whenever the overthinking starts to become, you know, we start to really, instead of going and, and seeking, um, instead of praying it out, we think it out. That's so that's the difference. And my advice to you is pray it out. Don't think it out, pray it out. Pray and ask God, you know, to help Holy Spirit. I need you. I need you to help me with this. I need you to lead me. I need you to guide me. This is what I'm, this is what I am. I am doing in this season right now. And I need help because I don't know everything, but I need your help. Sometimes it's, it's not a bad thing to share, um, you know, your dreams and your aspirations. Um, but be careful who you share it with. Because everybody is not going to understand your journey. Everybody is not going to understand what you're saying. Um, they're going to be there not as a support system, but as a critique system. And that's where the perfectionism comes in. It, you know, you got yourself trying to protect, per, perfect it, and then you have somebody else perfecting it as well. But I wanted to, what I really want to dive into y'all today about this overcoming success. So y'all know I told y'all I went to the Bible and I really, um, I, I, of course, Deuteronomy 8, and 18, but I was like, you know what, what did Jesus, because y'all know Jesus is the ultimate storyteller. And so I was like, well, what did Jesus say about success? You know, during his time on earth, what is the parable that he really charmed in on to help us with this? And it's in Matthew 25, verse 14 through 30. And this is the story of the talents. Now, some of you guys know this story, but some of you may not, but this is a, let me, y'all, let me tell you something. Read your word. Because I'm telling you, it is a powerful gift. It is your guide to life. The Bible truly is. And it's amazing how you can receive so many little triscuits, so much wisdom out of it just by sitting there and reading it. But I want to tell y'all the story about this parable because, I mean, the story of the of the talents. Um, and basically, I'm just going to summarize the story because, it, you know, just so it won't be like really, really long. Um, but it was a master. And so this master is going on this long trip, right? So in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, well, he's going on this long trip. So he's got to be thinking like, well, I'm going to be out parlaying on vacation. I need to make my money work for me, right? Y'all remember how I said who got my money? He was like, okay, somebody got my money out there. I don't want them to keep it while I'm gone. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to sign three of my, and the Bible says that those servants was his entrusted servants, right? And so he entrusted them with his money while he was gone. So he started to give five bags of silver to one of the servants. He gave two bags of silver to another and one bag of silver to the last one. Now, the reason he did this was he was dividing up into portions that he believed they could handle. You know, even the Bible said that like he, he pretty much gave, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you, you give out, um, different things for people to do based off their abilities. Right. Um, and you, you know, you basically assign them those tasks based off that. So he gave them the money based off that, the belief of what they could handle. Um, 
So when he leaves, the first servant, he just gets to work. The one that received the five bags of silver, honey, he went and invested the money. And guess what, y'all? He done doubled his, his five bags of silver. So now he got 10. Okay, so the second servant that received the two bags of silver, he pretty much did the same thing. He went to work, and he earned two more bags of silver, right? Okay, so let's talk about the third one. Y'all, the third one, a lot of us know this servant, you know, today. Um, some of us know him as ourselves, because as I was reading this, I was like, wow. Um, I could talk about him, but it would be three more fingers pointing right back at me, because while I'm pointing a finger at him, it's three more pointing right back at me. So um, what I'm going to do is learn and um, be better from this. But the third servant, what he did was, so the third servant, this man went and buried the master's money. Just just buried it in the ground. Just the one little bag that he had, he just said, just all, oh, just forget it. I don't even want to think about doing nothing with this. I'm just going to go out here and just bury this man money. He'll be back soon. This way I know I ain't lost it. And, you know, pretty much he can't lose it on me if I done lost it once he came back, right? So, you know, they say a while passes, and the master, he returns from his trip. So immediately, you know, I'm pretty sure he's excited. Um, so immediately he goes to these servants, and, um, he says to the first servant, he, he goes up to him and he says, um, he says, master, you gave me five bags and I have five more to give. And so y'all, y'all know that this made this, this master happy. Cause this man is a businessman, right? He's a man that's about, um, you know, his business and making sure that everything is good. So this, he's basically taking, it's almost like he invested in this man and this man, comes back and says, you you made a good investment because now I have five more to give you. Um, so the master, of course, he was happy. He was full of praise. He was like, he said, you know, he said, well done, my good and faithful servant. Um, and so he told him that he was faithful in handling the small amount. But y'all hear this. He said, so now we'll give you many more responsibilities. Now we go on to servant number two, the one he gave the two bags of silver to. While the servant told him he had gotten two more bags of silver, he told him, basically, the master told him the same thing that he told that first servant. So, now, this, now, imagine now, now, this is an exciting time, because this man is like, oh, wait a minute, hold up. Okay, I got one more, right? So, he's sitting there, he, you know, here comes the third one, right? Um, And he just had one bag of silver. So he comes to the servant who had the one bag of silver that buried it. And so let me say this. I don't know about y'all, but have you ever had somebody in your life who's like, before you, before they tell you something like that, you don't want to hear, they, they have a whole elaborate story, you know, like why they did this crazy act. Um, so the servant goes to say, well, look, let me tell you this. So the, the servant says, Master, I knew you were harsh. You were a harsh man. What, really? But you took this bag. You know, like, man, look, Master, I know you one of them folks that hurt. For, yeah, it was, okay. It's a, he goes on, he says, harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. Um. <laughs> so he said what I, what I, what we all been thinking. Then he tells the man, I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. 
so I wouldn't lose it. I would lose it. I, I hid it in the earth so I wouldn't lose it. And then say, here's your money back. So in other words, you just did nothing with my money because you were afraid of how I reacted if I lost it. Uh, so you just felt like the best thing for you to do was just, just do nothing with it. How many of us today do this? How many of us stop and it's like, look, I know you were nice enough to give me this. But dog, I can't figure out how to how to how to work it and him, you just have it back. You know, or better yet, you you know, it, it's it's amazing. I, I'm I'm gonna give this an example too. You know, because I am, I, I do, I'm a realtor. I sell real estate here in Mississippi. And, you know, to watch somebody be blessed with a house, to watch God bless them and then them call you and say stuff like, I never should have bought this house. This is the worst thing that could have happened to me. It's like, what? I mean, I sat up here many a day and night with you. You know, I'm sitting here praying and thanking God that he blessed you with this house. And you literally just took this and just threw it in the garbage. Like, you know, okay, I know he blessed me with it, but now I don't want it. I don't want it no more. Just take it back. You know, and it it it's it, it, it's disheartening. But but let me say this, y'all. This master said to him, and I, you know, I'm thinking like the master now. The master was like, you know what? Here's the thing. You know, I'm mad. Of course I'm mad now. At least I could have drawn interest off of it. He asked me, he said, look, why did you not put this in the bank? You didn't set your foot up here and buried my money in the ground where it could do nothing. Once you could have put it in the bank and at least it could have drawn interest. And so what he did was, he just said, the, the master ordered them to take the money from that servant and give it to the servant with 10 bags of silver. But I want to read y'all this verse uh, Matthew chapter verse um, chapter 25, verse 29, where it says to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even with what they have will be taken away. What do you have? What do you have? You should be looking around now saying, what do I have? I don't want it to be taken away. You know, I remember um, y'all been doing real estate for 11 years and legitimately I have seen some things and, you know, when I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm, I'm victim all the time. Right. Uh, so, and I'm noticing this because a lot of times, whether we know it or not um, success, you know, you play a victim that that'll hinder your success as well. But um, I'm watching these people brand new. Right. I'm watching them come in their first year in real estate and they're like, yeah, I got, you know, uh, two properties I'm flipping. And, you know, I'm turning around, I'm like, flipping? I ain't did one. <laughs> it's like, what? what? You're flipping? What? And here's the thing. What's crazy, y'all, is a closed mouth will not get fed because you want to know what I never did. I never asked, how did you do that? I never asked. I never inquired, right? Because a lot of us, what happens is we want to sit up and we want to talk about all these different people. Oh, you know, Bill Gates got all that money. You know, Elon Musk, you know. But they get on different 
airwaves and they tell you little chunks of information that could help you to catapult you to that next level. But you know what a lot of us do? What I just said, it becomes that overthinking. Oh, you had a silver spoon. I never did. I mean, I've heard people tell stories like, you know, so-and-so, you know, the reason why they have this and that is because their, their parents are rich. You know, I don't have that. And I'm like, well, my father in heaven, he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. Why am I saying that these people are rich and I'm not? Where's my money? Success is not hard, y'all. It's not. It's just overcoming that, that, you know, that overthinking, that perfectionism, procrastination. It's that, that we're looking at that is literally driving us to that point. A lot of us, you ask yourself, it's like, how often, just like the story with the talents, how often do we bury our talents? Fearing failure, fearing judgment. Because y'all, let me say this. It's just like with me. I am from Mississippi, okay? Yes, I have a Southern twang. And yes, I've actually had somebody tell me that literally they couldn't understand a word coming out of my mouth. I'm like, and I can't understand you either, Um, but here's the thing that is not going to stop me from getting on this podcast and delivering the message that I have to give. I am tired of that fear, which is false evidence appearing real, stopping me from receiving what I am supposed to receive. I've also got a gift that I have got to give to you. And so at the end of the day, if I take on that and I start fearing failure, look, let me tell you something. If one person listens to this, I have already won in the name of Jesus. I have because literally I am here going after the one. To me, the lesson is clear. Those who use their gifts well will receive more. While those who do nothing risk losing even what little they have. And it's like I asked y'all before, what do you have? It's not insignificant. It's a crucial guide to your path to success. What do you have? You need to embrace your gifts. Multiply them and don't fall into the trap of comparison. Dear God, please don't fall into the trap of comparison. Your unique talents are the key to unlocking abundance. You have a special gift that was given to you from God. Don't compare your gift to somebody else's. Oh, you know, so-and-so is much prettier than I am. You're gorgeous. You have a different, unique beauty. You know, it's just, it's a lot that we have. I mean, I could just dive into so much stuff with this and just tell y'all so many different things. But I'm learning now that I have to embrace success and not be running around here burying what God has given me. And not being concerned about what people think about it. That is none of your, that's none of my business. I don't really care what you think about this. It's none of my concern. I have to do what I know. And that's the will of God for my life. And my advice to all of y'all is, whatever it is, embrace it and go hard with it. Because I'm telling you, it's worth it. It really is. I really want to thank you for joining us on this insightful journey. Remember, success is not to be feared, but embraced. Tune in next time for more empowering stories on Finding Me. Thank you guys for listening.